0: Tonight's exciting, binge-worthy episode of Binge Watchers Podcast is brought to you by the Freeze Pipe. Bigger clouds, less coughing, and best of all, zero throat and chest burn. That's right, I'm talking about the smoothest and coldest way to smoke cannabis, and that's with a Freeze Pipe. Freeze Pipe makes a unique line of freezeable pipes, bubblers, bongs, and more. Freeze Pipe's ability to cool smoke by over 300 degrees means you're going to enjoy thick, milky clouds without it feeling a thing. No more throat burn. No more intense coughing attacks, no more chugging water after every rip. Whether you're smoking THC or CBD, the most pleasant way to smoke is with an icy freeze pipe. Pop one of the chambers in the freezer for one hour, and as the smoke passes through this icy chamber, it's instantly cooled for a difference that'll change how you smoke forever. It wasn't all that long ago that the founders of freeze pipe were roommates that grew tired of putting their money together for a nice house bomb, only to still suffer from scorching hot hits and... Coughing exorcisms. Their solution was an affordable line of high-quality glass pipes that bring a luxury smoking experience without the luxury pricing. They sent my main man here, Freeze Pipe.
1: Yeah, man. I was surprised getting this in the mail. I didn't know where it came from. Yeah. I had one of two suspicions. Uh, but it's So good, cool. he I mean, forgot where it came from, basically. I mean, it's really strongly glass. Uh, very. It's got this... Uh, unfortunately, the frostiness is gone already, but it is frozen to the touch. It'll give you a nice you know, hit of whatever you're putting in there. It's got a nice curly cute thing. So if you want to see the, you're interested in how the smoke goes up, you know, but no, for anybody who enjoys their cannabis or whatever product they like out of this, it will supply a nice, smooth, cold hit.
0: Whatever. That's exactly. Cool. My main man, my bud, my buddy, they got pipes, bubblers, bongs, dab rigs, and more. If you smoke it, freeze pipe makes it. So head on over to the Use our code binge For 10% off your order today, that's thefreezepipe.com. And as a reminder, for my buddies, it's 10% off if you enter the code BINGE at checkout. That's thefreezepipe.com. Enter code BINGE for over 10% off. Shop today, your throat, and your lungs. Will, thank you.
2: Crack open a cold box of wine or pour something cold on ice because it's the Binge Watchers Podcast.
0: Hey, Dave. Yep. You got like a uh, guilty pleasure? Oh, movie? Tons. Guilty pleasure movie? I don't know. If movies are your guilty pleasure. Yeah. (laughs) I would basically wrote, well, what is your guilty pleasure spending, right? Average American consumer. Uh, Well,
1: one of two things basically these days. Uh, As you can tell, I still am one of the few holdouts that buy physical media, although not as Mm. much as I used to, because streaming does. (laughs) It makes
0: great for production design if you're watching this podcast as a video.
1: Well, or if you're like me, you also live in fire country, and when they decide to shut off your power, although... Hold on,
0: Dave. One second. (laughs) Fire country! Whoa! All right, go ahead. Uh, I just want to... I mean, that's like a song, so we had to, you know... (laughs) Well, no. Like, literally,
1: I didn't know if I was going to make the show today because my power went Jordan out. Jordan just um, kicked
0: me off American Scott
2: Talent. <laughs> yep, but <thought> it off. <laughs>
1: but you know, what? if you got a generator and uh, you know a bunch of DVDs, you can still entertain yourself without Wi Fi. So, you know,
2: it is so.
0: I'm true. sorry, Jordan. What did you hear? The same thing I heard.
2: Yeah, like Jordan, did you say without, without the internet? I, <laughs> I have a DVD player.
0: <laughs> I mean, Dave, you realize like binge watchers podcast doesn't exist as a podcast without internet connection that's
2: of course true.
1: but i'm saying if you're one of those folks like myself that have to deal without internet for short spurts of time mm. i'll still be entertained that's all
2: it's the backup it's just the so backup. you've
0: lived through like 74 apocalypses then because if the internet <laughs> dies it's like off, Dude, where the where world is over at least a half a dozen you're like pulling yourself back from the ledge it'll turn back on it'll <laughs> turn back on by 9 a.m i swear
1: it's now, funny. let's this see is if how uh, I have to have in a generator just to let's
0: we'll see if if Jordan's opinion of the icebreaker fits or if she's gonna plead the fifth on this one. Do you have a guilty pleasure you'll share with the class?
2: well, I kind of liked the way that Dave posed the question about hmm. movies earlier because yeah. I have tons of guilty pleasure TV like I obviously nice. watch the worst stuff, but <laughs> what I spend my money on I mean, yeah, I'm a girl. I buy. The most stupid clothes ever that I will literally never wear. Mm. So instant <laughs> virus remorse. Too many things. It's just um I've purchased platform Crocs before. Who needs those? Never wore them. Apparently you did that day. Yeah. <laughs> well, I needed them that day. Yes. That's why I went home with them. Never wore them. So. Yeah. What about you, John?
0: Okay. I think I'll address both of your guilty pleasures because I'll try to relate to both of them. Ooh. okay. Guilty pleasure movies, the Matthew McConaughey romantic comedy trilogy, <laughs> right? Nahum. um But but you right. were saying like you stumble upon like the worst reality shows or whatever. But actually, you've brought us like award winning documentaries like all year. Like you keep talking about these crazy true crime things on Netflix, yeah. and I saw your Twitter. You mentioned some Netflix thing I didn't even heard of. Like yes. what is that? Like a sports athlete that gets yeah. accused of some heinous crime, and then it actually turns out he's completely innocent, and he. Mm-hmm. sticks to his guns or whatever it's I don't my know.
2: staff pick for yeah. today it was so oh boy so so good so i won't mm. go into like the details until later, until later But okay.
0: so you good. have to listen to at least more than two minutes of the podcast
2: <laughs> and find out the answer
0: oh boy yeah make it to the end and relating to the thing with the shoes i actually tried to find crocs at a Skechers store they had some it was bogo because it's sketchers right and uh they don't fit and it was actually like My size plus a size bigger, but I'm like, now, okay, this could be like a complete conspiracy theory, but it seems like over the last three years or so, with shipping shoes from around the world, right? Where maybe measurements are a little bit different in every country, but they're being manufactured in like four different places for one brand. It's like, and this might be first world bitching, like Dave mentions every once in a while, but (laughs) none of my, none of the shoes will fit. Or I've grown Elf and Titus. Like it could be like, oh shit, you're approaching middle age and your your shoes are not wide enough. <laughs> you know what <laughs> like, No, right. very uncool. Uh, way to go with the shoes.
2: Okay, two things. Just yeah. there's no consistency, but also I'm pretty sure I was wearing the wrong shoe f- size for like whole life up until like, <laughs> on six. one foot, like left no, foot, on right foot, that different that. sizes for like up until like six months ago. I think I found out that my shoe sizes someone
0: sat you down and said like you're an adult now let's let's talk about the shoes
2: <laughs> sit me down yeah, yeah.
0: did yep. you get mansplained <laughs> like, yeah Hi, i'll be
2: the
0: truth. man of today <laughs> let me tell you something that you need to understand thoroughly and i'm the only one of course that can tell you actually i mean i really crossed the border here because i was trying to relate to you with the shoe buying thing i tried, I to, I tried to take the gender out of it folks i wasn't even saying it's hers or mine or theirs or where's. i was just gonna Dr. Seuss, the whole goddamn problem. Now I use a G dam, which I don't know. That might be more Ooh. fun than the F dams. Um well, certainly in the Bible. Though. You know what's happening? I'm freaking out. I'm going into awkward territory that I don't want to talk about. It, and so my frizz first- <laughs> <laughs> got a curse word. <laughs> well, like,
2: you can say what your guilty pleasure is, John.
0: Oh, wait, did I, oh, here's what it is. Um, so uh look, my okay, one of my buddies was suffering a little bit, you know, and he opened a, a big jar of stress berries earlier. And I was like, I thought I was the only one that had to eat stress berries for breakfast. You know, I thought my dude was cool. I had a secret thought. I was trying to be supportive of my friend. Then I put myself into a situation that had to Google what a sociopath is. Because I was happy that my friend got some shit when I'm usually taking this shit. And I'm like, oh, I don't have to text him and say I'm taking this shit. Somebody else is taking this shit. <laughs> and uh, when when I get calls from my wife my or my special human, it's usually solve a problem for the special human. So I'm, again i'm trying to be like gender gnomon, whatever right so <laughs> when my special human calls me i either have to solve a problem or i'm getting yelled at for what whatever is happening now so many thoughts could have occurred but i was like wow for once it's my buddy <laughs> my buddy who's like oh i got a situation here <laughs> and i don't want to just be supportive and i'm like oh i almost went a whole day without my own story and then, like, it was it? Was, you know what it was? I combined two phrases. This is exactly how you can boil it down to one sentence. I spoke too soon of the devil. Phrases together, like, <sighs> speak of the devil, they've arrived, and, like, spoke too soon. You slam them together, spoke too soon of the devil. It's the next Netflix documentary that Jordan's <laughs> going to cover for the show. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just me having these mini mental breakdowns as somebody else makes himself feel better by taking it out on me. <laughs> In a forty-eight hour period, that will sell nine episodes on Netflix. Let's get a second season, David.
1: <laughs> the double to get
0: eighteen um, episodes, and the then Jordan period. will be in the documentary about solving my murder. <laughs> 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 like,
1: well, she'll she'll branch off and have her own podcast, which is nothing but trying to solve the murder.
0: Nice, you Ooh. know, because true
1: crime, you know, next to next to movie podcasts, I think true crime are probably like the next popular. <laughs> This
0: podcast is off to such a great start that jumping to the headlines is almost secondary. Usually I expect the headlines to really pop, but we're already popping. But what's going on in the world of TV and movies? Let's jump over to home video headlines. I wish there was like a, I I could, well, if I wasn't lazy, I could play music there. But then it would be too much like radio, like home video headlines. You know, like David's like, all right. You know, (laughs) this in from the freeway report, you know, that kind of shit. Um, I
1: think we should still do that, except we don't have pre-recorded ones. It's literally just us going,
0: here's the yes. preview ha- home video. Like, <laughs> do, 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 do. We're just going to start singing them from now on. And they're like, dude, it's a hold my beer situation every episode now. Perfect. That's what next season's all about. Tusk 2 is rumored to be on its way. There's some some kind of chain text message going on between the stars and the filmmaker Kevin Smith right now about whether or not they're going to get back together and make Tusk 2. Dave, do you want to tell everybody a quick summary of what Tusk 1 is about?
1: Uh, It's basically about a podcaster who is trying to solve a a mystery. Oh,
0: I want to cut you off. We're already taking the long way around, dude. Okay, (laughs) fine. It's about a guy who turns a podcaster into a walrus.
1: walrus. And
0: he's still alive. So tune in, you know, that's It's on a walrus suit, yeah. Yeah, some guy turns another man into a walrus. And he happens to be a podcaster. Okay. Yeah, Dave yeah, went to I, therapy over it because he's like, I'm a podcaster. Somebody could be turned me into a, a, a walrus monster.
1: It, I, I've only seen it once in the theater, and it's very weird to see Kevin Smith by way of the human centipede. So, you know, wrap your mind mm-hmm. around that.
0: Okay. <sighs> I, I think I think maybe you missold it because I go to the theater expecting to see three walrus monsters.
1: Well, maybe that's what number two is. You got to triple the
0: uh, <laughs> triple the No, we used to got to double down. I mean, it's part two. Double down. Double down. Take betting notes. We're going to teach Jordan all kinds of things. Her dad's going to be mad. Okay. <laughs> we mansplained everything, sir. We did our best. <laughs> uh, Apple TV series Lady in the Lake gets shut down in Baltimore. Due to all things, it's not the pandemic. Any version of it it's extortion threats or whatever or supposedly so i i don't know one of them the main producer was getting these threatening messages then some strange characters showed up on set and they wanted money to shoot there it wasn't the permit office you know what i'm saying and i just thought you know you think baltimore would actually be like the greatest city in the country or something because the capital is very close to baltimore but then you go Oh no, it's a very dangerous and and <laughs> dis, disreputable city. It's a pretty intense city. And uh and now we know the end of the documentary. I was talking about Jordan producing <laughs> after I I totally shit on Baltimore <laughs> for being a, for outrageously stalking the production for Apple TV. Uh I can imagine for like the casting crew that might be kind of scary if they've never lived in a city and they don't know that people have their own private interests, and yeah, you might be asked to pay somebody money and not never know where they came from or where they're going but you know you got to go to the craft service table instead of getting shanked you know what i'm saying david no i need a local for those kinds of things <laughs> <laughs> i don't even, i don't even know how serious the story is i was just looking at it but i mean that's i i heard
1: about that and it was something simpler like you know uh, somebody didn't have it in their schedule and they wanted to work on another show so they just
0: so, so it's Batman like a TMZ show. running wild with the story or whatever. I don't know. I
1: don't know what's true, I, and I don't know if I'm even referring to the same thing. But I know for sure I read another story about an Apple TV show in the can because of work. Yeah, schedules. so me
0: watch our episode trying to tell these wild jokes. We get like uh, we get like fact checked by CNN. I get like a cease and desist in the mail. Like,
2: shit <laughs> about Baltimore? The one thing I do know is I'll do you justice, John, in the documentary. So. That I okay. you find that Thank you for
0: honoring my memory. <laughs> <laughs> like Oh, I just thought like, oh, gang related. No, I, I don't know. The only thing I know about gangs in Baltimore is they made a documentary about these motorcycle riders. They have like their own little societies in Baltimore.
2: Hmm.
0: But it's like off-roading bikers who would hmm. be more suited to probably your backyard,
2: Jordan. Yeah, yeah, like, in off-roading the somewhere or whatever. I'm like, I don't know uh-huh. where you would off-road over there, but.
0: Yeah, they have like quads in the middle of the city. Like they have dirt bikes, you know, that hmm. are like hmm. usually reserved for the dirt. Um, Interesting. but I just thought like this, like maybe Washington DC is entrenched in a bunch of crime, but I mean, well, we used to think that capital will capital was secure. Like I'm, I'm treading dangerous water here. Like I'm trying not to slip into a different podcast category. <laughs> so the only reason I bring it up is because like, I was talking to Dave about, uh, we're like, Oh, longing for a change. And we're talking about like, Oh, October should be cool. If we do this camp out crazy movie thing that we're talking about. um, and uh, I saw a local ad on Facebook to go work at a video store in Quakerville, Pennsylvania, or something Quaker Town. I'm like, Dave was making jokes about not having internet. I was like, Does that town even have the internet? <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, But the guy had a store. Like, David, see how David's room is all set up, right, for mm-hmm. the pod where he's got like, well, Dave come, Dave comes to us live from his man cave when he streams or whatever. So you can see all the DVDs that he talks about if you're watching the podcast and not listening. But he sits in front of like thousands of DVDs, and we were, we both used to be video store managers, and so um, the Blockbuster Netflix show is coming out, you know, November third, right? Yes. And I'm like, dude, that's probably gonna get an easy second season. All the millennials, were anybody who ever worked at a video store or just spent their time there, right? I mean, oh again, God, yeah. the the <laughs> you know, I don't part of the part of the uh, cake batter for this show goes all the way back to the fact that we worked in video stores. Right. Yeah,
2: I went to them, so that was nice. You know,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was the thing oh, I man. did.
2: Yeah,
0: I love this alternate perspective that she brings. That's really honest, actually. It's pretty cool. <laughs> it
1: it sucks like, that we've hit that point so fast, where it's going to be weird explaining to any future generation what a DVD like how we had to watch movies in the even in the early two thousands.
0: Well, right I have small boys, but they're getting bigger now, but I still had to stop them and remind them that CDs existed, you know, the compact disc.
2: Oh, my God, right. So, oh,
0: wow. there you go. Not to date ourselves, but we're actually younger than the movie we're talking about tonight. It's uh, Kamikaze 89. with uh, It's an entry from German New Wave Cinema. And actually, it's got a detective really trying to cover up his own tracks in some kind of like neon-drenched nightmare <laughs> of a future in which... Germany's the number one country financially, economically. They apparently they're world leaders. It has nothing to do with the Holocaust, so none of my Jewish ancestors or cousins have to get out of their graves and choke me out and give me my own Holocaust. It sounds like it has to do with Hitler, but it has nothing to do with that. It seems like uh, these are modern Germans. They want to distance themselves from that situation. They're more like avant-garde. It almost feels like a French film. You know, but I guess German New Wave's a thing. I don't know much about it, but the the main character is played by an icon. Of German New Wave cinema, apparently, it's uh, Rainer Fassbinder, not to be confused with Fast which Dave will explain momentarily. <laughs> uh, yes, no, that's your is, cue, Dave. Hop right in.
1: It's Fast Bender, not Fast. Or yeah, it's Rainier Werner Fassbender. I believe uh, Fast I think. Uh, but yes, no relation to the uh, modern actor Michael Fassbender who is known for being very well-endowed because we all saw that movie where he showed it off.
0: Uh, at least I did. Oh, I didn't know these facts <laughs> were below the belt, but we asked them to be as dangerous as oh, possible. Oh, that was that was like an
1: additional on the fly. Oh,
0: uh, uh, so, you, you just had it on the mind. All right. You were just yeah, thinking about it right yeah. now. All right.
1: So, yes, as John said... Uh,
0: beneath the curtain. Uh, so behind yes, the curtain. John did
1: mention the star Rainier Werner Fassbender is actually more known as a German art film director. Um, he... This guy really had a huge output. Uh, talk about prolific. He had directed over 40 projects in just under 15 years before his death. The guy did not stop. Um, and speaking of not stopping, uh, John pointed this one out. Uh, he was known for casting lovers, both male and female, as well as exes in his movies. And I think John even pointed out somebody in this movie was a
0: past lover. Okay. So hold the brakes, David. Jordan, you remember a scene in the movie where his assistant gives him like a... Did we just fuck look or are we going to fuck look? Do you know the scene I'm talking about?
2: His assistant?
0: Yeah, it's in his detective office. And huh. he's like bringing him a drink or a tray of something to snack on. And there's like this invisible force field between their, their gaze. And he's like. Talk about Anton? Yeah, is that his name? He's like. Yeah. He, he's the one that calls from the helicopter beginning. He's got a motorcycle.
2: Yeah, Anton. Maybe and every
0: time he they have to exchange important messages, he shows up on the motorcycle. And <laughs> he tries to cut him off when he's driving home yeah I there's kept, a very specific moment and yeah, i'm like catch the look. oh this is like beyond the movie this is like and this this episode is definitely going to get an x rating <laughs> oh, no. actually apple just slaps an e on it, whatever that means it's, what's it like we're in. like we're on album from baltimore
2: there's a lot of those nuances though throughout the whole movie you know there's
0: a
1: there's too many to pick up i will i will give you that um Sadly, this was also his last acting role because he actually passed away the same year this movie came out. Went out like a freaking champ. Just overdosed on cocaine and barbiturates and just had a good time and went out, I guess. Uh, R.I.P. And uh, for a lot of art film, you know, again, because, you know, you see all the discs behind me. Anybody who knows discs knows the Criterion Collection. And this guy has a good chunk of his movies in there, including Ali, Fear Eats the Soul and uh, the, 15, the 15 hour movie or tv movie whatever you want to call it berlin alexanderplatz which has the mo- <laughs> which led to the most obscure and my favorite joke in that tv show i like the critic the uh, one we me and john have mentioned a few times with an um, animated show with uh, john lovitz but there's a scene where he takes his son to a video store and the son asks like oh what are we going to rent he's like ah berlin Ad- alexanderplatz the 15 hour director's cut and the son, <laughs> ju- and the son just goes again <laughs> Oh man. God. Uh uh I hear he's a great director. I've never seen any of his movies. I might have to after watching his acting. You got bits?
0: You got favorite bits from this movie, Jordan?
2: Oh my god. I did not know what was going on, but there was definitely Thanks. some things that I enjoyed. Um obviously, like the synopsis nails it, right? It like you kind of don't know what's going on. There's neon lights everywhere, so the, the lights, the set design, the, obviously, the really funky, weird, uh like, costume design. You have men who are wearing dresses and fishnets, like, beating the heck out of him. And it's just this really kind of wild, you know, visual movie. Um, but bits that stuck out specifically. Like, I was just wondering if this was going to be the, <laughs> the one you guys um, – I, but I could have guessed how I was going to feel about it when I looked up the 2B like previous search movies. It was The Vagrant and then it was also <laughs> Fire and Ice. And so I could have like probably figured out what I was getting into just looking up like, <laughs> <laughs> my past history. but no, it was really visually like super fun. So,
0: Do you I know what another about. red flag is? What? The fact that it's not on any major platform. Like it's not being promoted Except by like Tubi. Amazon or Hulu or, right. yeah, exactly. It's yeah. on like a, an the, the, independent platform and you're like, looks- oh. Well, but it's on a
1: ton of services, though. Like when I looked it up, it was on Tubi, uh, Voodoo for free. Uh, oh, I really? I drunk- thought
2: it was
0: isolated to Tubi.
1: No, it's actually on quite a few services. Um, just not I thought it was Amazon or one. Hulu.
2: Yeah, same, Dave. I actually, no, I take that views.
1: back. It is on Amazon because it's on Amazon's new free service, FreeVee, which is one of the stupidest
0: names I've mm. ever heard of. <laughs> All right, people are getting on Kamikaze's coattails now. Um, uh. Yeah. I, I'm kind of with
1: you, Jordan. Um, this movie, it is beautiful to look at. I don't know how much heads or tails I can make. And I went and read some reviews after, cause of, like when I don't understand a movie or I can't follow it, my first instinct is me. Like what is wrong with me? What am I not paying? Do I, my, is my phone in my hand too much? What's going on? Mm-hmm. And that was actually one of the main criticisms of the movie is like the plot is one of the hardest things to follow. It makes almost no sense, um, at a point. So at least I felt in good company there. Um, uh, but that doesn't mean I didn't enjoy it. Um, there's, you know, it sucks. Is I just watched the scene before. And now I'm already forgetting. But like, there's a scene, like the second meeting with, um, I don't know if it's a sergeant or something, but like, he keeps like sing songy, like ah ha ha, it like has this weird laugh and go like ah ha ha. Um, honestly, the favorite bit is not actually a bit. It's, it's that his 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 outfit. I, I love that. I love that leopard skin. Oh yeah, Detective like, Jensen
0: wears a leopard uh, skin suit.
1: Um, I can't point to exactly scenes, but this movie has a feel and a tone. like i I've like I wonder how much Michael Mann watched this before he created Miami Vice because it feels like very much like Miami Vice a few years before that, um by the way of Germany, I guess. Um, it's a very beautiful movie to look at. It's just um trying to understand it. i I almost wish, and this is almost sacrilege because I will always watch a movie in its original language and read subtitles, but this. Is one of those rare exceptions. I was begging for a subbed version or a hmm. dubbed version, rather. Um, maybe I could have followed it a little better. I don't know.
2: I had the same thought too, because but I'm always the same way. Like I want to hear it in the original language, and I want right. to do subtitles. And I was like, okay, maybe the storyline would click a little bit more. But mm.
1: in, in a weird way, I mean, it, it doesn't have anything in in common with the style of movie, but like there's also, but there's almost a feeling of like, it might benefit from a dub version, like a Asian action movie would, like an old Jackie Chan or Bruce Lee movie does. Mm-hmm. Um But I don't know, maybe I'm in the minority there. What about you, John? What are your favorite bits?
0: I got two. One, I like Rainier more than I like the movie that he's in. Like, I want a movie about his life, <laughs> right? Like he's that much of a character. I was like, Oh, well, we got to at least do the movie justice by letting people know that he exists. Right. And then, Two is I don't know if you guys caught this gag, but they had a like a sane asylum truck pull up, like the old fashioned kind that you see mm-hmm. in cartoons, like where the men jump out with the white suits and they put you in the jacket and they <laughs> drive you away, right? Like the nineteen fifties concept of like the asylum, and it's in movie. It's like a running parody, right, or whatever, like a running, uh, running motif. Yeah. yeah, and uh, me no speak words good tonight. Okay, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so. They pile out like they're going to do that, but instead, he turns and makes a commentary, and it's kind of like breaking... the. It's like exponential dialogue. Obviously, it's so, something for us to try to sponge up, but there's so many things going on. You're kind of overstimulated in the movie that you you might miss it. He goes, basically, oh, yeah, these are the alcoholics we're trying to reform, so we locked them away. They couldn't drink alcohol, and we took them out. We're taking them to the club so they can get drunk, and then we're going to beat them with these sticks. And, like, that's their internal police therapy or whatever. So I don't know if they're police officers or their families, but they look like elder care. It looked like this is your retirement program <laughs> in our society. You get old, you go to this special therapy or something, but your reactions are already telling me it's a perfect entry for weird movie month. Like we're going to do four of like movies that have some weird element. Like they are eccentric characters. The atmosphere is weird as Jordan pointed out. And like, it's just whatever it is. I said your name without an A. It like just put Jordan. 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 Like chick. like the like vegan yeah, dishes. You know, like I like yeah. it. Jordan Light. Just like take mm-hmm. the I know Take the banana. same great taste, less calories. Is that what it, is? It, was, it was like a Diet Coke commercial? <laughs> I love it. Anyway, they call Sorry, that a hanging Chad bread. when somebody says something awkward that's not. They don't immediately break out in laughter and then silence as you process it. It's called the hanging chat. mansplaining.
2: To tie it all back to the beginning of the episode, I needed to be mansplained that. That's called so recall, Dave.
0: You know that? Uh, yes.
2: Well, I, <laughs> read that I recall it. Right are we? Are we doing? Staff picks, or are we not there yet, John? We're well, ratings? We haven't we rated the movie we yet. Oh, we do. Okay, you're right. I
0: was just trying Sorry. to explain to the audience why I ma- I was trying to explain something to the audience with no gender attached. Wasn't mansplaining, but was explaining to the audience <laughs> what type of movie we're watching. <laughs> is.
2: Well, I could kick us off at the ratings if that sounds good. It was a binge later for me.
0: Ooh, a big BL. Let me <laughs> make get out of that? Yeah. A
2: BL. Visually, BN, but storyline, BL.
1: Yeah, I, I'm. I'm exactly. I'm following exactly the same suit you are. Um, it's a beautiful movie to look at. I mean, hey, uh, this this will go. You know, go get your freeze pipe. Go get your stuff. of choice. <laughs> enjoy that freeze pipe. Enjoy this movie. David, this what very do you put inside
0: at. of a freeze pipe?
1: Well, uh, freeze pipe suggests you. Try That's to where we cut canvas. away to the
0: playoff music. That. <laughs> That's no, it,
1: it is, it is a very beautiful movie to look at. And I would, I would try watching this again one day. Um, I got to put a little distance between uh, now and that next time, but um, <laughs> it's, it's definitely a bit so later. You gonna know, wash
0: your eyes out with bleach before the next movie.
1: Uh, I don't know. We'll see what the next movie is and how uh, weird it gets. Maybe. Ooh. We, I don't Hey, we all survived the Greasy String. Well, Jordan didn't, but uh, we might have to cover that again just to get her to watch the Greasy Strength.
0: <laughs> <laughs> First time we'll do a movie twice. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Here's the thing we, about Weird Movie Month they're so weird, you have to watch them. So I get a veto vote. You know, like everything's okay. automatically a binge now. It breaks the rating meter.
2: Whatever. Put me in the movie gauntlet. I'm ready to go. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Dave calls that movie court. Yeah. <laughs> movie court, yes. No, actually, it's uh, I had to my expectations for this movie because I thought I stumbled across like a gold and I just found silver. So, yeah, it's a it's from a technicality. It's a binge later for me, too. Again, I'm more interested in what was going on off camera than anything in the movie, particularly. So, mm-hmm. yeah, we're going to move on. But it is a weird movie. So it's a good qualifier if you're into really weird things or you seen too many normal things and you just like are having too much of a good day. And you're like, I got to bring myself down to the level. Let me watch Kamikaze 89. Um, which uh can we just comment real quick like
1: how movies that do this where it takes place in the future, but like literally six years this movie i, I at first thought like, wait, why was it called eighty nine did it get released in eighty nine but made in eighty two no, it was made and released in eighty two but takes place six years in the future
0: from, then, yeah, so yeah,
2: <laughs> that is pretty funny. It's not future enough
1: I mean that's know? like uh, saying, all right, today <laughs> yeah. uh, we're gonna make uh you know a uh, binge watchers twenty twenty
0: eight Tomorrow, release. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, season one hundred and thirty thousand. Jordan has survived. You thought this movie was going to break you. You survived ten <laughs> seasons so far.
2: Yeah, I know it's pretty cool. I know okay. I can't believe. I mean, I can't believe I'm here. But I'm like the. Yeah, I feel like I'm finding my place here, you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um,
0: we it- had a uh, we have like a, a super fan named Robbie. Um, one of the things he asked us in the YouTube comments was, I'd love to hear your thoughts on the tremors. Okay. Two things you got to know about tremors. Every time we talk about it on this show, the audio or the video drops mysteriously. So but that we is love the tremors. most cursed
1: project we've ever had. Yeah. We've, we've, we've tried to, to do re- a tremors yeah. episode for literally years, like literally a special years. episode
0: where the only thing we covered was tremors from beginning to end. Almost like how we do the summer slash horror movie a thon. Hmm. Or it's so hyper-specific, you know what I'm saying? In fact, uh, like, new
1: Tremors movies, like, two or three have been released since we've attempted
0: to do a Tremors episode. Yeah, yeah. So we're not going to, I mean, we're not going to, okay, we're not going to go deep because we don't want to wake up the curse. What we're going to do is just, I can rank them. I mean, we can give our personal rankings or what have you, but I'll just rank them really quickly. The original is the best. Followed by surprisingly part four and part five directly. Part four is a prequel, it shows you what happens when the graboids wrestle with the people in the town of perfection in like the 1800s. So technically, it happens before the original, but the original is about Val and Earl, who are these secondhand handymen in a small town that has like 60 residences or 50 people only, and they all get attacked by these underground worms that are prehistoric and they've woken up. Um, part two and three kind of suck except it has fred ward who played uh earl he shows up in the or see he, yeah he's earl he shows up in part two and it's more about him but the rest of it is kind of horrible it doesn't have kevin bacon as val and then part three has more of the burt gummer who's kind of like the iconic character now is not even kevin bacon as val or fred ward as earl it's now you know, um, what's his name? Dave. what's the actor's name? The, the, the Michael Grossman. Yeah, Michael Grossman. So the, Michael the dad Grossman, from Family Ties. Yeah, so he plays like a hardcore survivalist, right? Like, like um, Doomsday, and like he takes on the graboids in all the movies. And he was in the limited TV series they had on Sci-Fi. Um. Anyway, yeah. Um, so the so in part four, oh, act so part five is Jamie Kennedy of all people plays the son of the Burt Gummer character and shows up as like a YouTube star or something like that who's riding around on a dirt bike. We were talking about dirt bikes. Everything tonight is a circle. Everything goes, comes around <clears throat> goes around. Hmm. I'm going to die soon, and Jordan's going to have to summarize my entire <laughs> life into a, an hour and 30 minutes. <laughs> um. If everything's a circle, I was dead, I'm born, I die again, I come back. Mm. Hmm. Sacrilege. It's a joke. Do I have to explain humor? Do we have to explain comedy? Do we have to stop? Does that take away the fun of really of, of the whole concept? Yeah,
1: Depends on how funny your know. description is. So episode's is. getting
0: weird, just like the movie. <laughs> um, okay. So should, do you guys want to do staff picks? Jordan's got yeah. a juicy one. Yeah, she has, has a, a one. thrilling documentary
1: yeah. to talk about, it sounds like.
2: Yeah, the untold, the girlfriend that doesn't exist. So it's a story about Manti Teo, who's like this um, really good football player. He goes to Notre Dame. Like what happens is he has like this tragedy. His grandmother and his girlfriend pass away in the same day. And essentially he's catfished by the girlfriend. And so uh, – it's a wild story. I won't go into the details. Cause it just is like poor guy gets just jerked around. Um, and then of course the media just like rips him a new one just mm. into shreds. Like assumes he was a part of it. Um, just questions his sexual orientation. And he like truly had Whoa, no idea. Dude. Yeah. It was mm. really, really sad. He lost, like he was supposed to be first round for the NFL made in the second round, like had not a great season to start off. And like, he is such. Seems like such a genuine person and like a good man of faith. And he was just like completely ripped a pe- like to pieces. So it's sad. I,
1: I haven't seen that documentary, but I want to say I heard that story before or heard about that situation.
2: Yeah, like Move it's to a the huge- top of
0: David Q
2: like Cooper Anderson talked about it. Bill O'Reilly talked about it. Like this is, was a huge story on Fox news and CNN and it was like broadcasted everywhere. And so it was a giant story. It was a big thing that happened. And so this was like, I think in like 2007 or something, or maybe 2013. So it was like, I think, it's at least like 10 years has gone by. So maybe 2013 <laughs> or around 10 years. So it's wild. Got to watch it. Super good. It's a crazy story. I didn't go into all the details. So there's still some juicy you notes know in funny? there for you.
0: Dave doesn't follow sports, but he loves the sports controversy. He's going to tune into the stock. <laughs>
2: Dave, I said the same thing I was talking about it the other day. And I was like, what is up with these sports docu- Like sports documentaries that I I've been watching and I'm like, what? It's not the sports, it's the scandal. Like, uh, I am here for the scandal.
1: I don't, yeah, I don't like sports, but I like a good story. And th- there are some interesting stories out there in the sports world. Mm. Uh, so um, hmm, I'm going to choose a much different uh, kind of another movie. hanging like,
0: chad, just not as awkward as mine or hanged as long. It's gone <laughs> already. <laughs>
1: um I, I watched a weird movie myself uh to fit into the theme um really good movie though called resurrection it's brand new i'm sure it's going to end up on Shudder soon because as i rented it a, a shutter logo came up so i guess i spent money on oh boy uh but anyways this uh it's about this woman who starts um she has a young daughter and uh, like a figure from her past starts coming back she's getting freaked out uh, come to find out, it's this guy Tim Roth, uh, or the, the actor is Tim Roth. But um, it's her old. As you find out through the movie, she he's somebody that used to control her. Like he had, like he wasn't a cult figure, but like he had her under his thumb. Like he he would tell her things like, "All right, um, you're gonna do me a kindness and walk." 10 blocks with no shoes on, like just to get, just to control her, just to, just to get into her mind. And so like this, what you think is put together woman starts really freaking out over this guy. And you just come to find out like, Oh, he no wonder this guy used to be just controlling her life. Um, To tell you much more is going to spoil the fun or ruin this movie. Um, It has one of the weirdest and either you're going to love it or hate it, but you're going to have a reaction kind of endings. Like I. At the beginning, I did not see where it was going, and my jaw was on the floor by the end. It's at once both weird, what the fudge, and um, gory. Uh, So if any of that intrigues you, check out Resurrection or wait for it to be on Shudder free at some point in the future, I'm sure. John?
0: Uh. (laughs) Speaking of sports, no, just kidding. Uh, I watched uh, the FX series Welcome to Wrexham because... Rob McElhenney and Ryan Reynolds bought a soccer club in in Wales. It's like the third oldest football club in the world or something like that mm. in like real you know real football soccer, you know. Um well, I guess outside the US, it's like the I think it's the most popular sport in the world worldwide, I the yeah. Like,
2: I would say so. Whatever.
0: Um it's a good docu-series so far. So you know what it kind of feels like they engineered it to be like Ted Lasso. a reality, a rea- yeah, a reality <laughs> version of Ted Lasso, you know, you know what I mean? Like, and, and, but the sucky Hollywood thing is like, so these millionaires are like, they go, they're going by the team who's struggling. They're like ranked like number 14 in the lowest tier. Cause in England, or I guess maybe all of Europe, they have like these different uh, levels. So the best teams play like, you know, way up here with like Beckham in the premier league or something. And then as Ted Lazo taught us, that <laughs> show taught us that so there's like three other levels of teams competing or whatever to get to the top. And so they're going to be regulated, which means your team gets demoted. And then like, they're like, do we have to fire the coach this year or we have to rebuild the team? But there's some real, uh, Welsh lives affected by it because the only difference is like, they're it's not a written sitcom. Right. So They've only dropped two episodes so far, but it's pretty intense, and uh, I'm going to watch the whole thing. I was, like, craving more. That's how you know you're in for trouble as a binge watcher. You're like, dang, when's the next episode? See, I
1: I know you don't like that, but I do. When you get a show that you really enjoy, like, there is something nice to spread out. Like, I have something to anticipate for a week rather than gorge on it, but I'm maybe in the minority, John's, John's Jones in for that next episode. All the way episode. to the
0: blockbuster experience, something to look forward to at the end of your work day to watch. Or, if, you know, if you got a stack and you're going to get to it, watching the movies backs you off the ledge, you know, another recall. Although,
1: you know, it, I mean, it's a double-edged sword. I'm sitting there saying I like something to anticipate, but like, I remember that the very first show I remember like really binge watching, like on DVD was uh, that show Freaks and Geeks. And I was renting it from a video store so far away. I'm like, God damn, I gotta go. Let's, so, uh, <laughs> Gotta go get the
0: next disc. Let's break the uh, let's break the fourth wall again. Jordan, do you know sometimes that when you're podcasting, it takes on a life of its own, and then there's like these themes that just like reoccur through the whole episode.
2: It's all about DVDs in this this <laughs> one, so
0: which That's around it, we're and disc- circling back. Everything circles back. Circle each, joke, each comment. <laughs> Recall, y'all. Uh. Yeah. I don't know how to work in your cat at this level, but D-
1: does it, does that show explain how those two became friends or how they came upon that? Cause I would have never, what do you mean? I, I mean, I'm just trying to wrap my head around like how Ryan Reynolds and Rob McClanny even know each okay. other, let alone, got story. To
0: whether this together. is true or not, because the thing about like our industry is they got to spin everything, right? They spin things into like the best version of the story, right? Right. And he who controls mm. the story, wins the narration or whatever they say. Print so, the legend. <laughs> the story on the show, which is now the official story, is um, Rob did something that got the attention of Ryan and like Ryan slid into Rob's DMs one day on Instagram. Sounds and then he's like, hey, I'm buy- I'm thinking about buying this club Oh, what club. And then, you know, now there's contracts and coaches and experts in a documentary series, you know, with hmm. the producers of Ollie Sunny, The main group of producers is also doing the doc. And it happens during the time when he Ryan Reynolds is shooting the Adam Project, you know, the time travel thing. There's, there's like footage mm-hmm. of that, and he's like in the editing room when he's getting like hearing whether or not the town is going to accept them as the new owners or whatever. Blah blah blah. Hmm.
1: I'm just kind of surprised that Rob has the kind of money to go in and buy. I mean, I know no, he did.
0: Well, he was he was cracking jokes in the first episode. This is getting way too long for his staff, but, but he's making jokes <laughs> that he has TV money. He's got to go find somebody that has Deadpool money. And movie star money and Netflix money, you know what I mean? Uh, like he keeps going up, you know. All right, at yeah. least
1: that at least that tracks then because I'm like, I know he he does well with that show, but like th- those aren't exactly like you know things you can go buy at the store. Anybody can just like
0: I'm gonna buy now, a now. See, Dave, TV. I'm surprised you didn't show up with the new Adams Family show because isn't, isn't that uh, out with the Wednesday girl? Not out yet. Yeah. No, it oh. comes out. I, mean, sometime I thought it was this week month or two. No, maybe it's next month. I take that bet folks. I don't know. I really. Oh, don't. I'll,
1: I'll be reporting on it once it's available. I know I'm definitely going to be binging that.
0: Um, next week, we're going to continue our weird odyssey. We're going to watch a movie called Songs from the Second Floor. It's not in the U.S. It ships out on physical media that Dave loves. Again, it's a circle. Uh, you can order, like, out of, you know, out of out of the United States regional DVDs. However, it is available on YouTube. And, of course, we're watching it on YouTube because nobody would ever take something off of YouTube because that's not allowed. So we're going to watch it on YouTube. If anybody needs to know where this movie is and they're so excited by it or they're like, what is that movie? We'll, I'll point you, I'll give you a a link on YouTube. Yeah, I'll give you a link that YouTube is hosting. So direct your comments to YouTube about hosting this movie. Okay. (laughs) Bathroom gadgets. Oh, Oh, Dave. I forgot. I we have to another to... commercial tonight. Bathroom gadgets brought to you by Dangerous Dave. <laughs> Aside, you... he wants to drop checking into the, the YouTube
1: link, and apparently, yeah, uh... yeah. I'm
0: checking the YouTube
1: link. <laughs> hey, you know what? At least it was that, like nothing else. So. Oh
0: man, he broke the fourth wall to circle again. See, I did a, a fourth uh, wall go. bit, and now Dave did one. Jordan will probably get one in before the episode ends.
2: Oh goodness, you guys.
0: Now, there's many ways to interpret Jordan's pre-show message. She goes, tell me when Dave's in. I'm like, she's gone full full Hollywood. She's like, I'm not coming out of my trailer till my co-star is on the set. You know, let me know. Also, was my sushi ready. Oh, I see. Also, was my ginger ale Canada clear only ready.
2: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yep, that
0: was me. Miller High Life champagne (laughs) beer ready okay okay she's like nah i'm pissed
2: (laughs) no no
0: (laughs) we officially have a diva
2: yes what's the other way to
0: interpret the message i'm not coming into so we know who her favorite is we just we just sorted it out i'm not a sociopath i'm not coming if dave's
2: not there so yeah 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 what's that just kidding no i would never i was just running behind tonight that's all
0: somebody call frank (laughs) Ha <laughs> ha